Fires one up, off the mark, and Kansas State knocks off Kansas in Manhattan for the second straight year. Live from the heart of the action at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, this is Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Oh, man, it has been a great two days so far. We're seeing people in person. Pam Maldonado, friend of show, just walked by just to say hi. You know, people are walking through Mandalay Bay, just coming over and, and pop them on the show or just talk, like, whatever. It doesn't really matter. This is, you know what, guys? I've realized now something. Human connection is very important. All of the across-the-country stuff, it's, it's nice. It's nice to all be together again. Well, we got to get Kai to I Vegas. Yeah, you know, we need Kai McEwen out here, damn it. Yeah. I personally like being in a basement uh, by myself <laughs> with no, with no bathroom or running water. That's my favorite thing. I actually miss that studio. You know, we used to make jokes about people <laughs> talking about uh, going on blogs from their parents' basement, and then, you That's know, us. when you work in a basement studio, it's a lot different. This and is good. And shocker, this. I wear more sweatpants there than I do here. <laughs> well, yes. Shocking. Uh, yes. Was it, you know, we bring out all the stops. Although, again, yeah. today, we're all wearing white. Although, you put on the sweater, which is good. You kind of like... Impulse buy today. You, oh, this was today? I bought this today, Well folks. done. Looks yeah. cozy. I was trying it on, and somebody mm -hmm. came by, and they were like, where'd you get that? And I said, I haven't bought it yet. It's here right now. <laughs> and, and the then, woman said, I thought that that was a part of your maximalist uh, like stylistic mm -hmm. thing and I go oh. I like that idea uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and buy it I've now been sold there you go I did see a uh, in here there is a um, a store that sells a lot of Jordans I may be I yeah we're that. going yeah, yeah we I think I there. may be yeah, we'll go after this she'll let my wife know now I'm coming home with some new Jones. pairs so yeah it's, it's gonna happen Kai McEwen jumps on with us three man weave uh yeah, well, we had probably one of the biggest weekends in college basketball that I can remember in a long time in terms of just matchups and just big picture. What was your takeaway from what you saw this past weekend in college hoops? Yeah, well, can I go yeah, yesterday? Because well, go... the, the Kansas you can go yesterday State game too. was. How about this? Let's go both both days. Just do it all, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yesterday, the K-State-Kansas game was incredible, right? It was a two days ago now. Gosh, I can't even remember. Uh, the point is, Tyler Perry is incredible. Uh, this guy is a joy to watch making impossible shots left and right. Jerome Tang's like 12-0 in overtime now. Just a, uh, an incredible game uh, start to finish. I was at this game last year at the Octagon. It finished in basically the exact same fashion. So just a really, really great game to watch and just a, a, a microcosm of what we saw this weekend in college basketball. Kai, what do you think about what uh, Rick Pitino's doing at St. John's? Because it was real loser energy the way that he's talked about the NIL and how difficult it yeah. is uh, to actually build a team when he's been so good in his history. They're 13-9. and nine. They have to win out, essentially, to make the tournament. But just your thoughts on, like, the job that he's done and also the comments that he's made. Yeah, the comments are weird. Uh, he's taken to Twitter and kind of venting, like, like old man yelling at a cloud type of thing. Uh, strange behavior, to say the least. Uh, as far as the actual on-court products, obviously they're struggling right now. I thought they had it figured out um, kind of early January-ish, but they've obviously lost five of the last six. They're not playing great defense. They're not really doing anything right on either end of the floor. Is there a little bit of a of shooting luck there? They're certainly shooting horribly from three, from free throw, from the free throw line. Is that a bit of luck to that? I, I'm not sure. Um, is he a distraction off the court? I, I don't necessarily think so. I think he's a great coach still. Uh, but, yeah, clearly a disappointment. Still time to right the ship. There's still quite a few Big East games left, but St. John's very, very much in danger of missing the tournament. Kai, we got some good matchups actually tonight. Anything that you've bet uh, this evening on your card? 
Yeah, there are. I, I, a couple games have started, actually. Uh, actually, the one that has not, Dayton. Uh, I, I do like Dayton going to St. Joe's. Uh, yes. Short spread. I, I think it's minus yeah. two right now. Yeah, one yeah. I, I I was at Dayton this past weekend, actually, uh, for, for the Dayton-St. Bonaventure game. Man, fan base, incredible. Deron Holmes, if people haven't watched him yet, a bona fide All-American, he will be in the NBA. He is an incredible player. Uh, just a really well-coached team. Played really tough on defense. I, I like St. Joe's as well. Tons of talent. But the coaching mismatch is stark in this one. Uh, I, I think Dayton gets it done. So North Carolina right now is down uh, 23-17 to Clemson. Number three team in the country. It's a team we've talked about certainly in the past with you. And you look at Hubert Davis, and the question has been, is he the right coach? Is he not the right coach? And I, I feel like now we've gotten to the point where you look at this North Carolina team and go, it feels like they've settled in. Armando Baycott feels like he's got a, you know, there's a better, like, it feels like he's settled back into his role. When you look at North Carolina, is this a team that could win a national title this year? Would you put them on that level? Yeah, I think so. They're they're too talented and not put them on that level. RJ Davis is yeah. could be the best guard in the entire country, right? He, he's a first team All American right now. Uh, his ascendance, I think you could see that last season, but we weren't quite sure if we'd get to that level. Uh, but but he's 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 taken off without Caleb Love in the backcourt with them. And Baycott, yeah, Baycott, he turns it on and off. He's a chill guy. I'm yeah. sure he'll work in media someday. It seems like that's his priority. You know, I feel like he doesn't even work on basketball, but he's still an incredible wow. player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just the vibe I get. No, no offense yeah. to Armando if that's not true. But, no, he's a great player when he wants to be. Uh, and so you have two of the best players in college basketball with a really good supporting cast with Ingram, with Ryan. It is a team that can win a championship. The, the senior guard in March, they checked that box. Again, the coaching – I have doubts, but they are in the realm of possibilities of a title contender. We all have doubts, Kai, about uh, Hubert Davis. That's been the case since mm -hmm. the beginning. Mm -hmm. What's going on with Arkansas? It's it's <laughs> a very weird – I've heard all kinds of weird off-the-court rumors. The yeah. on-the-court product <laughs> is not good. I'm sure you have as well. We'll keep it there. LSU by 20 they lost. Old Miss they got smacked to. South Carolina. I bet them in smacked all three. Did you? Yeah, Ryan's bet them in all three of those matches. I also have futures. He'd like to know what's happening with Arkansas as well. Yeah, strange, right? Well, they beat my Tigers. I went to Mizzou, so that was not great. We're even worse than Arkansas somehow. Uh, yeah, I, I, the combination of players that Musk brought in clearly are not gelling very well. Um, you know, it, hindsight is really easy, but the type of guys he brought in, they're not winners, right? They're, they're me first type of players uh, across the board. And it turns out the chemistry just is not there. I, I, that's a huge problem. Clearly Brazil being hurt throughout the year has been a problem as well. He's, he's clearly a, a great player an NBA player down the road, but obviously they have rock, locker room issues. Devo Davis, he's always kind of been a bit of a hothead uh, on the court. Clearly something going on off the court as well. Musselman, does he have one foot out the door? Does he want the Louisville job? Does he want the UCLA job if Cronin takes the Louisville job? I, I kind of think he's looking elsewhere, um, which is crazy to say after the run he's had at Arkansas. What do you think about Tennessee this season? What do you think their ceiling is? Really good title contender. And, and the difference between this year and in the past is they can actually score. They have an up-tempo offense that runs through Dalton Connect. Uh, to go along with the dominant defense, one of the best in the country. I think Tennessee is absolutely a title, a title contender. Iowa State, two-point loss, uh, Baylor over the weekend. But, like, I've, what we watch this team, it feels like they've ascended and really started to kind of find their own rhythm as, as the season goes on. Obviously, what they did against Kansas not that long ago, too. If we're talking ceilings and we're talking 
know, potential for certain teams. When you look at Iowa State and what that program has certainly become, even with the loss, uh, you know, at Baylor, which was, I mean, it was a wild game that we had over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Is that a team that can win at least like maybe a couple of games in the tournament? Is it a team that we should be buying into throughout the rest of the season as, uh, you know, just just somebody that you can count on game after game and not fade them like we, you know, maybe kind of felt at the beginning of the year? Yeah, they're they're a steady team. They they def the defensive end is there, right? They're rock solid. Uh, teams that are good on defense are often underrated, and you see that kind of year in year out with Otzelberger and Iowa State. I just don't think they have the top end talent to go super deep in the NCAA tournament. Um, that's an experience thing, right? Because they're led by some pretty amazing freshmen and sophomores. I love Tame and Lipsy um, and Momchilovich, Momchilovich, however you pronounce his name. He's been yeah. incredible for them a a as a freshman, but I, I just think they lack top-end takeover talent that a lot of other teams have that usually see in a title contender. Um, does that mean they can't steal a game or two in March? I mean, they've beaten Houston. They've beaten really good teams this season, anybody in the country they can compete with. But I think away from Hilton Coliseum, from the Hilton Magic, I, I think they fall short in the tournament. Where are you at with the Pac-12 right now? Because it feels like all of these teams are a little Jekyll and Hyde, including my Oregon mm -hmm. Ducks, who had you know, a nice yeah. little run uh, about a month ago, and now it's kind of been rocky. Yeah, weird. Uh, I, I thought they were back, and they even got Dante back in the lineup, and I think Biddle's even coming back now, and for some reason they can't get over the hump, and it's weird. I, I don't know what the reason is because I like their talent. I, I love Shellstad, their their freshman point guard. Uh, he's been great. But, yeah, they just can't really get over the hump. Uh, it's a bad league <laughs> overall, um, you know, especially for a power conference. Arizona's about the only really good team in the league. Um, I, I like a couple of the other teams. I like Colorado. I like Washington State. Um, I, I even like Utah when they're healthy. And, and Oregon, the idea of Oregon I like. But overall, this, this conference falls short. I think Arizona could be the best team in the country, but everybody else kind of drags this conference down. Yeah, and you look at the future market, and you have UConn, the favorites, again, 8-1, to one, Purdue's 8-1, mm -hmm. Houston, 9-1. Yes, to one. Is there anything that you would – play today like any team uh that you would look at maybe futures market obviously probably not a whole lot that you could do with uh player of the year since zach ed is like minus 1400 right now but any futures yeah. on any of these teams uh it, man i would not take a team under 10 to 1 <laughs> not not this yeah. year i i think it's there's too much parity up top this is the most title contenders i can remember um at, at the top of the country right now so yeah. purdue at like eight nine to one no thanks i think that's horrible value uh even uconn uh, at that value too you know what I did add this past weekend I was at Indiana State as well I added Indiana yeah. State to the final four this team is built to have that type of run like an FAU like a Loyola this team is yeah. absolutely for real Indiana State actually Kai I wanted to ask you about FAU um, yeah you know, where are you at with them this season obviously nice ride last year uh, they had like a little bit of a struggle there they lost a couple games but where are you at with them this season yeah and, and they're like two and seven against the spread in the American yeah. just playing with the food it seems they're they keep playing with fire they're going to get burned eventually here I, their resume is pretty sound so I don't think they're in danger of missing the tournament um, but with Memphis falling off you know it's it's not a, outside of the realm of possibilities I, I still think they're an amazing team I, I think they've gotten just a little bit complacent on the defensive end they've gone from plucky underdog to a team that expects to win and, and they know they're good uh, they they walk out as favorites every single game so complacency is natural to take over in, in some cases. I think they turn on the Jets in the tournament. They're clearly a contender to make the Final Four once again. Uh, a really good team top to bottom. Tons of depth. That that, that That's their calling card. Yeah, Kai, I gave you a UConn at 20-1. to 1. 
I'm sure you remember. <laughs> I know. I've been hammering the Yukon. I'm like, I should have taken it. And now I got them 11 to one like two weeks ago. So it's falling yep. off a cliff, those odds. I just wanted to ask you, you mentioned Memphis. Like what's going on with them? Because I thought that this team was going to be a lot better. And then they had a little bit of a run. And now it's been it's been ugly. Just lost to Tulane. Yeah. I have no idea. (laughs) You have to point to the coach first and foremost is Penny. I mean, every single year, Penny's had an insane amount of talent. His first two seasons in Memphis, didn't he have the best recruiting class in the country or at least two of the three? He just never performed very well. He's made two tournaments, first round exits in both. Last year, you can't really fault him too much. Arguably, they should have won that game against FAU. But man, he has underperformed his talent every year whether it's he can't control a locker room full of egos, whether he's on an X and O's coach, I'm not really sure. But yeah, Memphis is in danger of missing the tournament altogether, which is crazy. The resume still is okay enough to make a comeback later on in American play. But man, they have not looked good lately. Probably should have lost to Wichita too, which would have been their fifth loss in a row. Talking to Kai McEwen, Bet MGM tonight. Still got a couple of minutes here. Uh, I mean, UConn, we've all kind of sat here and said we feel like UConn is the best team in the country, at least at the moment. But we look at Purdue. And every year, I feel like it's one of those things where you go, once you get to the tournament, you fade Purdue, you fade Payne. Like, it's just, it, yeah. it just, it just always comes through, especially last year. But the improvement of Zach Eady from last year to this year and looking at this Purdue team, is there, and I don't know whether you've been as, you know, ha- hardcore fade Purdue as, as, as some of us have. Do you look at this team and say, maybe a little more confidence in them this time than in the past? Yeah, I, I think so. It's funny, there's a lot of parallels between uh, Virginia's year after they lost to UMBC in the first round and Purdue this season. Oh, yeah, They're almost yeah. as dominant this season as they were, as Virginia was the, the year after they lost in the tournament. I'm very confident in Purdue. I love this team. They're the best offense in the country because they have the most dominant player in the country. Edie is unstoppable, but it's really their guards. It, it, it's the step up of Braden Smith it's a step up of Fletcher Lawyer becoming sophomores, being more poised in control, being able to score, create more than they were last year, not turning the ball over as much. And then getting Lance Jones from SIU is huge. You move Charlie, uh, excuse me, you move uh, Ethan, Mart- Ethan Morton to the bench, you get Lance Jones in the starting lineup, another guy who can create his own shot from the backcourt. I think it's huge. So I, I think Purdue is absolutely a title contender this season. Kai McEwen, three-man weave. Great to talk to you again, buddy. Thanks, Good guys. Stuff. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Man, they're showing up. Uh, like no is, delay. I'm going to – I know. Isn't it nice? Wow. It's just everything is – again, this this whole setup we have here is just fantastic. This is completely going to take us off the rails, but we have a minute left in the segment, so I don't care. Uh, right now, CBS Sports Network is on here, and they're doing, you know, all these different, you know, pregame stuff. Yeah. CBS has. Uh, there was a moment where out of the corner of my eye, <laughs> I looked up, and they just showed they had shots of a bunch of 49ers players in front of, like, the Bellagio and stuff. Yeah. I swear to God, guys, I looked up, and I saw Brock Purdy standing with, like, with his arms out like he was, uh, you know, on the Titanic. Yeah. And I thought he had no pants on. It, the way the pants wow. looked, I don't know why I noticed that, <laughs> but I needed color? to say this out loud to you guys. Yeah. I thought he had no pants on because of the color that was. That's it. That's all it was. I told you. This had nothing to do with Boy, anything. made it. But, you know, it would be funny. <laughs> Somebody else had, like, a Rey Mysterio mask on, too. Wild, man. It's, uh, you know, sometimes I guess this city just makes you stupid, right? I yeah. Just, I looked up and was like, why did I think did that? Did he have pants like, on? He had pants on. Oh. Yes. I, I don't know why I thought that. But you know what? I wanted to be able to share that with you guys. I so here we are. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all that matters. 
BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you. All week, you better you bet, and BetMGM Tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app.